You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Rarvis Vaughn Darvis. All hail the King of Ginger Ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? I'm feeling great. I, I think I, you said I'm sounding better right out of the Sound room. good to me. Sound, I, I mean, I think I sound good. Let the people decide. But you never know. We've been at this seven years. While, long, too long. But, and we have yet to really nail that audio. Haven't so. mastered it once. Not a once, <laughs> not a once. So, um, but Hey, you know, we're out here, we're trying yeah. our best and we're having fun. We're having a good time kicking it around a little bit. Yeah. Oh, by the way, let me also mention the, uh, we've mentioned this like twice in the podcast. So I want to give credit to people that started the hashtag dork podcast subreddit. Yeah. Head on over there. There's a good little community that posting like old clips too, like old fucking clips I'd forgotten about. So like stuff from the YouTube, but it's, it's, it's just, a, it's a nice place over there for, uh, for dork, dork listeners. See, if they see if there's anything new over there, I went over there a while ago and it was like, it, it slowed down a little bit. It did, but then it picked back up a little bit and there's some stuff It's worth going over there. And if we tell people about it, more people will head over there. It's good stuff. Yeah. How was your weekend? Do you have a nice weekend? Uh, it was good. It was, uh, yeah. I believe it or not. Um, Davy summer camp is in full effect. Okay. Um, I, um, I got my archery certification back. Nice. Because I'm running a bunch of stuff for summer camps. And I had to get trained on a ropes course. Oh. You know, I'm like level one ropes course certified. Like that. So I got three days off of teaching for professional development. And I actually, yeah. You could take me through a ropes course. Absolutely. I know how to tie all sorts of super eight knots oh, with like a double overhand finisher. Oh, yeah. That'd be a good, that'd be a good little YouTube video. Yeah. Dork, dork, does, uh, dork does uh, ropes. Of course. Did you see the Dork Podcast rules when you go to the subreddit? There's one rule. Yeah. It's a great one. Yeah. I'm not I can't say it on the air, but it's a, it's a great one. <laughs> Which is why it's a great rule. Yep. Yeah, so just another reason to go over to the subreddit and then follow along or whatever else. Hey, guess what I did on Friday? What did you do on Friday? You got a vasectomy. And you know, let me tell you this, right? Let me yeah. tell you this, because we're willing to talk about it on the podcast, and people want to share I'm willing, their stories. I'm absolutely me. willing to talk about this on the podcast. So here's what happened: the uh, really nice doctor, nice guy. Uh, where was the Where was this doctor, by the way? I'm not going to say because what I'm about no, to say. Wait, what town? What town? I'm not going to say either. Okay, all right. I'm not going to say because I actually liked him and he was a good guy. But what I'm about to say, you may not want to go. He started the procedure. With not nearly enough anesthesia applied. And to tell you I was in a great deal of pain would be a wild understatement. I consider myself somebody probably 
in the middle of pain tolerance. Mm-hmm. I'm not the toughest guy in, on the block, but I also don't consider myself a weakling. Right, played football for years, like getting hit, that kind of thing. Like I tougher than a two dollar steak. This <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but yeah. like so at the beginning when he's like, "Hey, you might feel like a little bit of a pinch and a whatever." I'm like, "Okay." So the first one like hurt like a son of a bit. Like I don't think it was supposed did, to hurt as much like, as it did. did. Like jolt. I did. Yeah, and then he's like, "Oh, okay." And then like, I I'm like, "All right, maybe that's just like sort of like the the anesthesia or something." But I think mm-hmm. he already applied it, but not enough of it. Because they, didn't fuck, go deep enough they with rip it. your sack open, and then they're in there fucking around with the balls. And I'm like, dude, oh, my God. And then I'm like, ah! I'm like, it fucking it killed. And then he was like, oh, it's okay. That's no problem. He's like, some people just need more anesthesia. I'm like, yeah, I guess I'm one of those people. Because, dude, mm-hmm. this is fucking killing me right now. And then, so I'm sitting there, and then I break out. Yeah, no, it kills. You don't know. <laughs> You're not feeling what I'm feeling, dude. You're not feeling you this. You don't know. So then I break out into a full sweat, like my oh, yeah. sweat. And he told me that like, he's like, you know, it's, it's okay. Like people have even passed out. I'm like, Motherf-. I didn't pass out. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of surprised that I didn't, but like my body took over just sweats. And then, so he's, he's like sewing up the first nut or whatever he's doing down there. And he's like, all right, we're halfway done. And I'm like, dude, dude. Now, thankfully, I think he applied so much on the other side mm-hmm. that like that one didn't hurt. I don't think it's supposed to hurt. Now I'm two days removed and I wouldn't say I'm doing the best, but I think it's just, it's, it's a healing process. Now, if I was Wolverine, I'd be fine. I'm not Wolverine. <laughs> Both emotionally and physically. It's a healing process. Dude, it's, it's going to take some time. Yeah, dude, I, I'm going to need well, a minute. I'm gonna, <laughs> this was <laughs> like you said procedure- famously last week. I think I did too much today. <laughs> Well, I, yeah. I feel like we were sold a bill of goods by a mutual friend of ours yeah, um, who raved about his own yeah. vasectomy. So much so that like it was a group chat of like five people. Yeah. And we all agreed that like this sounds like the best thing in the world because great. he the way he pitched it was like I was in and out in an hour. Yeah. I got to stay. No one could bother me for like two days. Yeah. Like I was I couldn't do anything. Wasn't supposed to lift anything. Wasn't supposed to do anything. So I got two days basically off. Yeah. And then he had to. Um, so what happens is after like two months, you need to like. You got to flush it out. You yeah. Gotta you, flush all the good stuff. Because right now I'm still got live rounds. You're still fertile. Yeah. yeah. Oh, big time. So I, yeah. I should have opened up by apologizing to all the ladies out there to say that. Oh, this is important for them to know. And, and yeah. for, as a person who deals with, I, I'm yeah. just going to say this in my own personal life, I yeah. deal with a lot of menstruation. You can give us this. <laughs> like, this is something that we can. My wife has five sisters. My mom has three sisters. Yeah. My dad has six sisters. Yeah. So it's like, you you understand. I have two yeah. daughters. They, yeah. they're, not, they're not there yet. But I live in a house of women idea. myself. But yeah, yeah, it's a it's a whole thing. So I am, uh, man trying to do the best i can but it's like that's what we're all trying to do but again like to, to be pitched like yeah i gotta jerk off like 15 times <laughs> before like i'm um i've expelled that that live ammunition yeah and no one can say anything to me about it yeah sounds lovely to me and a weekend off uh, but then it's also like you can't you can't uh come for like a week <laughs> come or what you can't come for a week so like you, know, so you oh so you can't do anything for the first week you can't do nothing for the first you can't week. Do nothing. You, so your, shit's, your, must... your shit's all fucked up down there. You can't. So if you if you go over like 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 rumble strips and you get a little vibration, is that is that doing it for you? Which now? I normally just cum my pants when I hit a right. speed bump. But yeah, so yeah. I got to go a different road. I got to take a different route to work. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fucking a mess down there. Oh, it's just a, oh, yeah. Shit. It's just burger. I feel and like. They stitch you? They glue you? What do they do? Dude, honestly, I don't even really know. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even looked. No, I, dude, I looked. It's not great. It's fucking not great. I picture you sitting on the floor, like knees spread, like like fist to the chest, like pulling it up. <laughs> Go like, no with a mirror, with a mirror in Go front on. of you, like no, no, no. You know what I mean? No, like no. if you could yeah. see. <laughs> yeah, it didn't look like that before. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I kind of regretted it as soon as I got in there. No, you're good. No, you're good. I'll be fine in a, in a little bit. But then they're like, oh, so then they're like. <laughs> Like, uh, I was reading this pamphlet on like how to recover quickly, and it was like, <laughs> this picture of you with like your t shirt like pinned under your chin, like this. Yeah, like- <laughs> it's been a lot of, yeah, it's been a lot of me looking at my sack for the last 48 hours. <laughs> at least I'm glad you find it humorous. Yeah, it sucks. And so they're like, I was reading this pamphlet on like how to recover quickly, and it was like, yeah, you know, don't drink for 48 hours. I'm like, that's not happening. So I need to go two days without coming or drinking. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I go, yeah, so actually I learned a language and I. Uh, no. <laughs> it's like George Costanza. Yeah, I became it's like super smart. I became incredibly intelligent because those yeah. two things that were off the table. But anyway, that's my life for the last 48 <laughs> hours. I got ropes, ropes course certified <laughs> and you had issues with your rope. So we're, we're, we're talking, you know. They fucking, they get in there, they tie stuff off. It's a whole so thing. So I get a question now. Because of this now, and because you haven't been able to uh, ex- expel the poison, so to speak. Oh, I'm up to my eyeballs in it. I know. So have you weighed yourself? <laughs> no, I don't have a scale in the house. I need a You're scale. You're probably heavier. I'm probably, You're probably a couple pounds heavier. <laughs> I'm carrying a little extra weight. You uh, are. Although I lost a good amount of blood out of my sack, so... <laughs> But we 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 leveled that out with true with semen. Fuck, it was so gross. <laughs> anyway, you can email us if you had it. Anyway, anyway, I hope you're doing well. Uh, all right, we have a lot to get to, Rye. So uh, enough about the, if you haven't turned the podcast off yet, let's get to this. Why would you, coward? All right, we have a couple Marvel TV news, at least the uh, scheduling. Loki Season 2 will come out on October 6th, and Echo will come out November 29th. Now, where do you stand on Loki? We both loved the first season. We did a standalone. You can check the archives mm-hmm. on Loki Season 1. The MCU has been kind of up and down. I, we both liked Guardians very, very much, but seems like a little ways away now. What's your excitement level for Loki 2? Well... It what I would say it was high, and then what's happening with Jonathan Majors now? I think is yeah. Well, this is probably already shot with him, right? True. You got to believe if he's in it, it's already been shot. So yeah. But that's that. that, that the the more I hear about that, the less good. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. I know they got a they got a major decision to make on their hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's a little ways away because we got Secret Invasion, obviously, prior to. These right. ones and Secret Invasion, they're saying is going to sound like uh, Winter Soldier and then some, like the th- kicked up a notch. I hope so because that was pretty boring. No, 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 a good portion no, of that. No, Winter Soldier. Oh, I thought you meant uh, 
Falcon, Falcon and Winter Soldier. No, no, yeah. I mean like I mean the uh, Captain America and Winter Soldier. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, yeah. I, it should just be just a born movie with superheroes. Yeah, that's all I need. I like that. I'm in on that. And then yeah. Echo, I'm in on Echo because I'm curious how they're going to pull that one off and like you know what uh, Daredevil's involvement and all that stuff's going to be. Well, even Kingpin. even Spider Man. Like so, Spider Man. Can we do both? Yeah, I don't see why not. Yeah, because nobody knows who Peter Parker is anymore. Just be the perfect time to just ease him back into it. Oh, we got a great, and I apologize, I didn't write down your name. We got a great DM. I forget if it was on Twitter or Instagram, at Dork Podcast. But, so the, when um, Doctor Strange did his thing, Mm -hmm. was that just for everybody on Earth to not know who Peter Parker was? Because we we got a message being like, could Star Lord... From Guardians, obviously, he was off-world. Now mm-hmm. that he's back on Earth, going forward, would Star-Lord know who Spider-Man is? Maybe. I'm like, dude, that's a great question. I, I don't know. That's yeah, pretty if good. He was, like, went up to him, he's like, hey, Pete. Or I don't think he ever got his real name, but like, if he got his real but name. But he knew like, him, and he's be- like, and then that, that could sort of start like a new Avengers almost in a way where you're like, or at yeah. least a subset of it, because you'd be like, dude, I know this guy. How come nobody knows you? And then he's like, well, dude, yeah. let me tell you. And then there's something That'd there. That'd be so, yeah, a little buddy. That'd be a little fun little buddy comedy there. I kind of like that. That's not yeah. bad. Our, our TV check-in, the TV is uh, is as good as it gets right now. Uh, are you all caught up on Barry? I am caught up on Barry. Dude, I don't, like, to me, it was rocking a six out of six for a bit, and it might have dipped a little bit, <laughs> a little dipped a little bit for me. I still like it very much. The last two episodes, though, I, I appreciate them kind of taking a chance and doing something a little bit different, but... Mm, I don't know. I don't know if I would like it as yeah, much. Yeah, it's getting a little weird. Yeah. Um, I just, every time I think of this season now, like, I think of two episodes. The one with the Taekwondo guy, which is my favorite. Yeah. And now, that's 1A. 1B is now the one with Fred Armisen. Like, so good. That guy's here to kill me. Like, <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why every and like so what do good. they call it the um uh what do they call it the noho hourglass yeah what oh the sand name. the sand um yeah no yeah. noho hourglass yeah the yeah noho like, hourglass I think that is like the coolest thing but so funny um yeah it's getting a little Fuchs is is getting a little weird for me yeah yeah, yeah I'm with it. Fuchs was always sort of like an ant character for me. Like he was always yeah. sort of lower on there. Like I got his overall point, but then like I don't know. And then now, like with what they're doing, like some of like the logistics to me, I have questions on. But we'll probably end up doing a standalone Barry episode so we can get to that. Absolutely. Uh, Dave, are you caught up on Dave? Oh my god, in this show, <laughs> this show is awesome. This show's the best show. I think the last episode to me was the worst episode, but that still doesn't mean it's not a good episode of TV. It's just for the show. And for this season in particular, it happened to be my least. You talk about the Met Gala one. That was my least favorite episode. But it is inherently the best because Rachel McAdams is absolutely adorable. In Rachel this McAdams episode. is really, she's the best. A lot of cameos in this episode. I also a lot I'm, of cameos. I'm also curious, like how much. I mean, a few of the people in it, you know, know who Lil Dicky is. But I am curious how Rachel McAdams, like when her people were like, "Hey, we want you to be in the show, Dave." Like, did she have any idea what the fuck it was? Did she like the show? She not like. I'm curious on that. I'm curious too, but also like, all they have to do is like show her one episode and be like, "All right, I get, I get this." It's a good, like, it's a great show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought Gata doing the panel with Demi Lovato was really funny. That was really good. 
Yeah. Uh, and then and L's was there. It just feels like, <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, Yellow Jackets. Now, here's the thing. We got a we got a DM or not a DM. We got a tweet today uh, being like Yellow Jackets wasn't available early on Friday this no, time around. Mm-hmm. Here's here's how we could rectify things. Are you available next Monday night, Memorial Day Monday? Should be. Do you want to just move the, because I'm off Monday, so you want to just move the, then we for sure can all watch Yellow Jackets, whether you watch it Friday, Saturday, or yeah. Sunday? All right. Yeah. Okay. All right, Wait, so there you go. That's the, that's the last one, right? The the finale for season two is Sunday, and we were yeah. hoping to catch it early on demand, but if they don't release it early, we'd be kind of SOL. Yeah. All right, so let's do Monday night, everybody. We'll uh, tweet this out too, but Monday night, nine o'clock, we'll do Yellow Jacket season two. Perfect. Bang. Look at that. Pretty good. Uh, Succession's also rolling along. That's really nice. I like that. Uh, I did four TV shows. I put up the Dork Scores on Twitter and Instagram, at Dork Podcast. I finished Mrs. Davis. Fucking weird. Like, really weird. I, I ended up giving it a four out of six. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. Are you going to watch this show? No. Yeah. I don't think you're missing out. But I'm curious for people who did watch Mrs. Davis. Let me know what you guys think thought about it i can't give it anything higher than a four uh titans season four now this one was a mess because this was like a dc remember when dc had their own streaming service yes this is one of the shows on that and then when hbo picked it up it would have like a season on that season or two on that and i thought it was pretty good it was basically like a cw show with swearing but yeah but some of the cw shows like some seasons of arrow and the flash are really good anyway titans was good then they did see the final season. They split it up into two halves. The first half I didn't think was bad. The second half, there were parts that were like Jupiter's legacy bad. Like, oh, it was, no. It was ridiculous. You could tell they just took their foot off the gas. They're yeah. like, yeah, screw it. I gave it a sympathetic three overall for the yeah. season, but it might be me just wishing it that it was better. Uh, mm-hmm. Lucky Hank, I ended up finishing it. I still don't really get this show. The Bob Odenkirk show. Mm-hmm. It's like a comedy that's not that funny, but it's like an hour long. It's really weird. It's just there's nothing worse than like having to sit through something that's like not that funny. I'm like, but it's Odenkirk. I only watched it because it was Odenkirk. But yeah. I don't like. Does uh, wasn't uh, Vince Gilligan involved too? Somehow, maybe, maybe he produced it or something. But yeah. there was like the the idea of somebody in like their fifties like still having daddy issues. Like I don't care, dude. Like get over it. Yeah, it's time to move on. Like honest, honest to Christ, time to mm-hmm. move on. Um, and then Sweet Tooth season two, decent, worth a watch for sure. But I, but like a four out of six. And they're doing one more season, and then they're done with that, right? Correct. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One trailer was released. This movie comes out July twelfth. You in on this? Yeah, this looks intense. Yeah. Plus, I mean, Tom Cruise is going to be like you watch, like Indi- I mean, uh, Harrison Ford run around in like Star Wars, and he's like, Ugh. like watching him run at like yeah. almost eighty is yeah. like. Tom Cruise is still moving. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. Scientology must be doing some really good things for him because he is still. He, he could outrun me. He looks like a million bucks. Yeah, and this is um, obviously it's this one and then the next one, and then he claims mm-hmm. to be done with it. They're good movies. Like the Mission Impossible movies are good. He's a movie I star. Would love, I would love to see him give like a dramatic role, like another go, like a Born on the Fourth of July, like Jerry Maguire. Like yeah. I would love to see him win an Oscar. I feel like he's earned Few good it men. Yeah, at this point. Um, but what, yeah, the what action do you think, thing is his thing. But what's his best acting role? 
Well, I think for I think the consensus is born on the Fourth of July, and he okay. got jobbed out of the uh, out of the Oscar. I forget what won that year, but he did get nominated for that. Was that eighty four? That was in the eighties, right? See. Oh no, Tom was that ninety? I'm, I'm all over the map. Nom. He was good in Check Rain out. Man. Now, obviously, he was overshadowed. He was great in Rain Man. Yeah, I mean, Dustin yep. Hoffman was incredible, but he was good in that. Tom Tom Hanks has been nominated for an Oscar three times and has never won. Cruz. What did I say, Hanks? You said Hanks. Yeah, Hanks. Yeah, Tom Cruise. <laughs> uh, yeah, because then he's also, but like his box office has got to be higher than almost anybody's. Like his movies are, yeah, cr- his movies are crazy. Uh, that's pretty good. Did, did, well, that's that trivia. Who is the most successful actor of all time? The only actor in two billion dollar franchises. Cruise? Can you name the actor? Oh, nope. uh, Robert Downey Jr. Nope. Oh, Zoe Saldana. Zoe Saldana. Yeah, yeah. No, I knew that. Because, yeah, mm-hmm. Avatar and uh, Avengers and Guardians. That's right. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. You want to put her in a movie, I think you're going to do all right. You're going to make some money. All right, Rob, let's get to this. All right, time now for Should I Have Bought This? Brought to you by 47 Brands. Go to 47brand.com, enter the promo code hashtag dork at checkout for 25% off your entire order. Ryan Davey, you can watch on the YouTube uh, stream right now. Rocket a Milwaukee Brewers 47 brand hat. I like that hat a lot. It's a That's a good hat. hat. And it's like it, their trucker hats. What I really like about them is yeah. they're like the back mesh is like soft. Yeah. Like you know, some of them are like stiff and they like hurt the top of your ears. Correct. Like these are per- perfect. They're nice. Perfect. Oh, yep. I'm eyeballing one. I want that one so bad. It's actually a Red Sox hat. Actually, it's, it's one that they make for all teams. It's like the one that's like white and gray. It's kind of basic. And then it has like the font that just like says the team and like what year they debuted or whatever. I like that one. I like that one a lot. I want that one so bad. So bad. Mm. Uh, Again, 25% off your entire order. Just say hashtag dork. And uh, all right, let's get to this. Right. Tell us the people who are just watching. What are we looking at here? See, this a long time ago would have been the apple of my eye Mm -hmm. and would have been the jewel of my like wall hangings right now. I have three Movember decks right here, but we are looking at a Barracks deck, a Bam Margera signature deck from Barracks Skateboards, which has now the unaf- the, the weird hardogram now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the original hardogram from the him thing, but it looks like it's signed. Is this it signed? It is signed, yes. Right above the B from the yep. board is in like a marker. It is Bam Margera's signature. So this one comes in from Adrian, who says, I grew up skateboarding. I collect skateboards, retro graphics, boards signed by skaters, etc. Skateboard graphics are one of my favorite forms of art. So when this autographed Bam Margera board was available on barracks.com, I jumped on it. I'm a fan of Jackass and the CKY movies. CKY2K blew my mind in high school. I think Davey and I would agree Same. with that. Uh, he, obviously, he points out there's a tough situation going on with Bam right now. You don't know how many more of these are going to come out. He paid blank. I'm glad for, he said it, not me. Yeah, no, he wrote it. He, I just mentioned that in there. But Bam, unfortunately, is not doing well. Uh, Did they find him? Is he still in the woods? I don't know, dude. I just saw the yeah. TMZ thing, and I was like, <sighs> it's sad. What's going on with Bam for sure? Uh, he paid blank for this. Uh, he goes, he used kind of a shit marker, but whatever, because you notice it's like kind of like, 
Yeah, it looks like one of those black. like silver, like yeah. silver paint markers. Yeah. Like like the silver sharpie, not like that. Yeah. But he says, uh, I'm excited to add this board to the wall. What do you guys think? Should I have bought this? So before we answer it, Rye, would you like to take a guess? Nobody's better at guessing the prices of things well, than you. Lately, I actually dread these now because I feel like I'm gonna drop the ball. On, oh, I think you're gonna nail now, it. But, I think you're gonna nail it. So again, it's a so signed Dan Margera board. Ten years ago, this this board would have been like four hundred bucks. Because skateboards themselves, like just decks, are like sixty-five to one hundred dollars, right? So, um, I am going to say that this is in the realm, in the ballpark of one hundred and seventy-five dollars. Oh, you were right on it again, my friend. One hundred and fifty. Yes. One fifty. One five went over. So you but, went slightly yeah. over, but still, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, right, right in that wheelhouse. So one fifty for a signed Bam Margera board. And I want to say, could I be wrong on this? I feel like that exact board, uh, so it says BAM in big, bold mm -hmm. letters, and then it looks like kind of like flicked paint, like blue. Uh, it's, it's a like white blood. board, like blood splatter, and then yeah. like blood splatter paint, like in red all over it. I think I, was that in one of the Tony Hawk games? I feel like I It used was something that like that. So his yeah. board, his element boards used to just say BAM on the bottom okay. and they have the hardogram. So it's like, it's a, it's a variation of that, obviously, uh, element yeah. and uh, element dropped him and. Who was his shoe? Co he had a uh, shoe company too. Oh yeah, who was um, he with? It wasn't Vans. Who was it? It wasn't Vans. It wasn't like it wasn't Etnies. Yeah, was, yeah. Uh, I forget. It was a kind of like a second-rate shoe company, but the shoes were good. Um, I did have a pair of those. But um, what? Who was the? Who was the young? The the, the person who who sent this in? What was Adrian. Adrian. So I'm going to speak to Adrian. Can I speak to Adrian directly? For I think a you can. Yeah, please. If you can find me a Rodney Mullen chessboard, like an old Bones Brigade, Powell Peralta, Rodney Mullen board, please let me know. Yeah. Because that son of a gun needs to be up on my wall somewhere. That would be bad. My favorite skateboarder, my favorite board of his, the one, the skeleton holding like the king. That's awesome. That's, that's my favorite. Deck. That's incredible. So I, and I haven't yeah. been able to find one for like under like a thousand dollars. But I like, dude, I like this board like a lot. That. This is, a I like this board a lot. I am going to go ahead and say that, like, as a, I do have several decks on my wall, that this is one that, yeah, I, I'd get an old BAM element one, but the, the barracks one signed is pretty cool. Too. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm in. This is how we do it. And that's how you play. Should I have bought this again? Send in your submissions to dorkpodcast at gmail.com. $25 minimum, a picture or two or three, whatever, however you want to photograph it, and a brief description on why you bought it. And then Davey and I will answer whether or not you should have bought it. All right, let's get to the very next part of the yep. program. It's time for Davey's video game in more than a minute. All right, right. What do you have? Well, after a quick bing, by the way, Bam Margera was sponsored by Audio Shoes. Audio Shoes. Remember Audios? Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's a good deep. I had, to, I had to bing that as the as the thing was playing. But, I like it. Um. Yeah. So we're gonna keep this short because we get a lot. We get a lot of shit to get. We get a lot of shit to pipe. It's a double right feature. Now. It's a double feature. Um. I did something that I never thought I would do, Richard, and I, I'm with this news. So I actually deleted Overwatch from my PlayStation. How dare you? Because, well, how dare they? Because oh. they said that the advent of Overwatch 2, that there was going to be these story missions and these PVE things that they were going to do. Shit canned it. They canceled it. 
So they promise the world. This is like what Blizzard does. Like they promise the world and then they don't deliver. And then they come out with this half-assed apology. And I'm like, until you give me something that's like truly new, because I feel like there wasn't enough new. Like yeah. it, it, they had a, like, it just like threw a fresh coat of paint on it and was like, it's brand new. It's really not. No. So it like, kind of worse, I think. Yeah. yeah. So like, and the servers are shit now. And like, I don't know, like to me, like it wasn't worth keeping it, but um, I am playing some cool games now. So that's, that's kind of making up for it, but I had to make a little bit of space and it, it was, it was a sad moment. It was a bad yeah, day. It was no, a sad I, know. Day. I hear you. I hear you. You know, but there's nothing there for us anymore. No, I haven't like, played in forever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you see the map for Grand Theft Auto 6? No, I haven't seen it. It is twice you know, the almost... size of Grand Theft Auto 5. <sighs> and it's going to be, how, I how believe many days this is, this, to, yeah. What's that? I was going to say, this will be something I seriously consider using a vacation week on when the game comes out. You have out. to. Yeah. You absolutely have. And, and the reason being is that, like, from the look of it, it looks like South Florida. It looks like Vice City because there are, like, Florida Keys. Okay. Oh. There are, like, islands, which leads me to believe you're going to be able to fly to, like, different places, like Puddle Jump and, like, all that well, stuff. Well, fly but, and boat. Right. And so there's um there is, I it has to be South Florida. There is a Cocoa Beach. I know there is a Cocoa Beach in Florida, but they're on the map. It says Cocoa Beach. So it looks like Miami and like the Keys, which is super cool. And I'm really excited to like like Spider-Man. Remember when Spider-Man you would just kind of like swing around the city? You didn't even yeah. do anything. I could just swing for like a half hour. Yeah. Um, this I was just driving, just driving, flying, boating, you run, you jump, you ski, you, you roll, you, you eat, you, you stink. stink. <laughs> yeah. Um this is Eric Monticelli. I'm going to name drop now. Eric Monticelli, the uh, senior vice pre senior um, vice president of production at Marvel Games, once told me that he loved Red Dead Redemption Two because he called it a cowboy simulator. Yeah, kind of. Which is like the best. It's like the, it really is. Yeah. It's like a, it's a cowboy sim. This is a criminal sim, which I can't wait to see like how deep this goes. If you think on an old gen system that people have been playing Grand Theft Auto Five for ten years, like how long is this game going to last like they just keep i don't know you really don't have to make any more like this thing's awesome yeah okay it's already awesome and i can't i'm so excited for it um have you seen the the tears of the kingdom the new zelda games like crafting system uh yeah no i saw something that they made like tony hawk out of it yeah like that. you, People, you can yeah. like fuse there's like a fusion mechanic so you can take like a like a mining cart and like put it and then fuse it with your shield which then makes you know how like you could ride the shield in the other one. Yeah, yeah. So then it becomes like a skateboard, right? That's which is crazy. Sick. Yeah, like this sick. this game's banana. And again, same map as um, I can't think of it. Breath of the Wild, mm -hmm. but you have islands above you and a complete underground. So the map is actually three times the size. Crazy, because it's a yeah. Games are nuts now. <laughs> games are fucking wild. Um, so I posted something. Um. So you saw the Mortal Kombat 1 yeah. trailer, yeah, which yeah. looks awesome. Yep. And I posted something. I tagged you in it, and I have an update. So I posted that the rumored downloadable characters, you're going to get Omni-Man and Homeland, Homelander as playable characters in Mortal Kombat 1. Awesome. There is also a rumor that Peacemaker will be a playable character in Mortal Kombat 1 as well. Oh, hell yeah. That's awesome. How fucking awesome is that? That is awesome. So yeah, I'm going like to get Because now, yeah. like, Nether Realms and, like, all this, and, like, D Amazon basically owns them. Yeah. So, um, that, 
I think if you pre-order, awesome. you get Shang soon, I believe. Yes. Yeah. And I'm wondering like what the story is going to be like now because that's it seems like they're I don't know how things get reset in the Mortal Kombat universe. They did like a Days of Future Past. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Liu Kang won and like restored peace. Yeah. But now that's there's right. an upheaval there. But um, yeah, I, I'm really excited. The trailer looked awesome. Um, some yeah. familiar faces there. So yeah, that looks good. Uh, yeah, but I'm excited to play as Peacemaker. I wonder what I and like the first thing you go to is like, what are those fatalities going to be? Oh, it's got to Eagly is going to show up. Yeah, oh, definitely me Eagly. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so I'm excited for that for sure. But that's the Davies video game minute. That's all I got for you. Hey, something I also saw is uh, GQ of all places did mm. uh, they they had a huge panel like I think a couple hundred people and they came up with their top 100 video games of all time. Really, I didn't and see this article. The I saw well somebody like at, like took it and like posted it, so like I saw mm -hmm. it from there. But anyway, if we ever have like a dry week, I think going through that might be pretty good. It's, I think we it's should. Yeah, really good. Like the list, you could quibble with like you know what's higher and what's lower, but nothing. It there was nothing like um like clickbaity about it. It was like oh yep that could be number one. That it could be legit, number ten. So like, it was like all great games. Yeah. There is a um there is a podcast that's not my pick of the pod this week. It it could be because I, I wouldn't make it my pick of the pod because they have like three hundred episodes yeah. like we do. But um it's <laughs> yeah. called like Remember the Game. And a guy does a deep dive that's cool into like classic video games. And one of I listened to one the other day, it was great. He, him and his brother did the Tony Hawk series. Oh, that's cool. Cause he said like after a while they just kind of all blend together. So. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um uh so it was it was actually really good. Super good deep dives into I love it. classic games. Yeah. I love it. Oh, another thing I was going to throw at you, but we were jam-packed, but I was making my mixes on Apple Music. Sure you were. So I did the top 10 or top 12 songs that I most associate with the Tony Hawk games. And I That's threw a good them in That's a good, yeah. yeah. I, I could quiz yeah. you on that later. Is B-Boy Document 99 on there? Mm, let me double check. It fucking should be. I don't know if it was. I should probably add it to it. All right, how about this? Fuck it. We're, while, while we're here. Let's do it. All yeah. right, we might as well. All right, let me find my playlists. Uh, Tony Hawk. I have only 11 songs. All right. Name, okay. guess the 11 songs that I have that I associate most with Tony Hawk. And I'll give you a hint. They're basically from the early games. So you have 96 Quite Bitter Beings. Yes, PKY. I do. Yes, I do. You have Superman. Yes, I do. Goldfinger. Goldfinger. Yep. yep. You have, I'm trying to think what else. There's a System of a Down song on there too, isn't there? Uh, no. there is not on my list, but there might be. Uh, what else you got? I got Ace of Spades. Yep. I got Bring the Noise, Anthrax, Public Enemy. Oh, I love that. Yep. I got You by Bad Religion. Mm -hmm. I got Blitzkrieg, Bop, Ramones. Nice. Uh, Express Yourself, NWA, Gorilla Radio, Rage. Oh, that was so. When that hit, when that came on, oh, was the best. I just oh, fired up. Yeah. Anarchy in the UK by the Sex Pistols. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get dirty by Red Man, and when worlds collide by P Man Five K. Oh, P Man Five K. That's a good dude. That's a nice little mix on your way on your way in. That's that's thirty five you know, minutes. Right, my way into work. You know what me? And as a music fan, like this shocked me the other day. Yeah, go ahead. The Sex Pistols yep. only released one studio album. That's it. Huh. Interesting. Interesting, right? That was several EPs, but only one actual studio album. Did you ever watch the Sid and Nancy movie? I did. It's a hard long watch. time ago. It's a hard watch. Hard watch, but Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman's incredible. So He's incredible. I got to watch yeah. his entire catalog, but that was a hard watch. But, yep. All right. 
Y'all ready for bisque? Big question for you, Rye. What's that? Topic to shore? Not for me. Well, I'm glad you asked because it, in fact, is a double topic to shore, topic of the day. And uh, it's two films. Both were released in theaters earlier this calendar year, and they're both currently streaming on the apps right now. We're talking about Air and Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. Here's my question to you. Yeah. Should we do spoiler free for both and then do spoiler full afterwards? Or should we just do one movie like we normally do and then do the other movie like we normally do? I, I'm not tipping my hand here too much, okay. hopefully. But okay. let's just do Dungeons and Dragons first. Oh, okay. All right. And then so like spoiler free, then spoiler full, and then we'll yep. jump. So people that if you want to skip around, you just got to fast forward or whatever. Yes. All right. Very, very good. Let's do Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. Currently streaming on Paramount Plus. It is two hours and 14 minutes long on Roddy Tees right now. 91% critics, 93% by the audience. We begin as we do with all of our movie and TV reviews. Spoiler free. Ryan, did you like it? Yes. Me too. Yeah, I did. I kind it was of, it was refreshing. I kind of thought it was a delight. It to not to steal from our now defunct friend, the boxers, who would who would refer to things as this. And they would play a little sounder. Um, but it was it was like you the first Dungeons and Dragons movie I saw took itself all the Dungeons and Dragons movies I've seen take themselves very seriously. And yeah. I know this is a very serious fandom. Yeah, oh yeah. But I feel like this is exactly what this this type of movie needed which is like this is ridiculous yes yeah this is ridiculous like the name even like the names of characters and like what they call things is like um like the hither thither staff like that's ridiculous <laughs> yeah it's it's silly it's a silly goose thing yeah but it, it's it was so fun like it was just like it was, it like was a, fun it was just a fun movie it didn't feel like two hours and 14 minutes at all it was a nope. blast i kind of wish i saw it in the theater although not to you know, not to brag. You do have a you do have a theater. I have a nice home theater, so it was actually really, really good streaming it here. Now, uh, you never played Dungeons and Dragons, right? No, it was one of those things where like we talk about like being born at kind of like a certain time. Like yeah. I feel like when when this was big, I was too young. Yeah. And by the time I got into my teens, I was like not this is gonna that. sound so this is gonna sound so dumb, but I was like playing sports and things. So this like <laughs> Ooh, wasn't like look at the big man. Yeah. No, I but like I know I missed it. Like, I we did, we yeah. know the social like I like I was like in I was into people. This is gonna sound weird, but I was like fascinated by people who were fascinated by this stuff, and like I wanted to learn about it, but like I I clearly like was not for me. You know. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like obviously on this podcast we never tell anybody what to like. We tell you what we like, and it's uh, nothing is too dorky for me. Like it wasn't like it was a too no. dorky thing. It was because like, I no. loved comic books my whole life. Like even though we were both playing sports forever, but there was like three things that just weren't either I missed it time wise or you're just too busy with other shit. And it was Dungeons and Dragons, Star Trek, and Power Rangers. I have no knowledge of any of them like i didn't yeah. watch or listen or play or do anything with any of those see so mine was magic the gathering oh Dungeons same yeah i didn't any card game that yeah, came out like either. that was like it just wasn't yeah. in my thing Missed so like it. i have a friend who like would invite me to like game nights at his house yeah, like, and right. <laughs> it'd be like all right cool like we're gonna play whatever we'll play normal like no like they were like hardcore oh sure Hell like yeah. 
board game enthusiast that like, I, it's just not, it's too many rules. Like it's yeah. just not for me, right. you know, but I, do. I, I respect, I respect the fandom. I That's what I'm saying. Do. I'm like, listen, if you love the game, you love the game. And I feel like Dungeons and Dragons probably got a little bit of a, uh, boost thanks to stranger things because stranger Absolutely. things is so fucking cool and those kids all love dungeons and dragons and so many of the villains are named after D D characters etc um i also feel like the trailer kind of nailed it in a way now i think they might have given away too much but i think they nailed it in the sense that we talked about this trailer months ago when it came out and this mm -hmm. was one that neither one of us really had pegged that we wanted to see but we saw the trailer and we're like wait a minute is the Dungeons and Dragons movie actually going to be decent? Does this look sick? It kind of like, does. It kind of does. And it was kind of like lived up to it and maybe even was a little bit better. So yeah. this is an example of a trailer kind of telling you what the movie was going to be. And it's also an example of like cast people who are just going to do what they do. So yes. like you just be like, all right, Chris Pine, you just be like incredibly handsome and charming. Oh, my God. Charming Michelle Rodriguez, off. you just be grumpy <laughs> and fight. Like, that's what you do. Yeah. Right. Other than, by the way, sneaky good movie, Blue Crush. She's excellent in Blue Crush. I love the movie. Is that Blue the Crush. Kate Bosworth movie? Sure is. Okay. <laughs> yep. Show enough. Love that movie. Uh, all right. Real quick, Chris Power Rankings. I, I think Chris Pine could be at the top of the list. He was so, he, he charmed your pants off in this movie. Yeah. I'm a big Chris Pine fan now. I already kind of was. I was too. Ever since uh, Smoke and Aces was, I think it was the first movie I saw with Chris oh, Pine in it. Dude, Smoke and Aces. Maybe that we'll do awesome. Smoke and Aces next, next that, week for our we, could, we, I would love on a slow week to do like a dork retrospective. Something we yeah. that came out before we started the podcast that we haven't covered yet. Yes. I think Smoke and Aces is like one of those movies that like Definitely. we need to talk about. That was in my, uh, my way too expansive DVD collection. Same. I would probably go... This is off the top of my head, so I could be I could be off, but I would go mm -hmm. Chris Pine, Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Tucker, Chris Christofferson, Chris Pratt, Chris Kirkpatrick. You put Chris Pratt below Chris Christofferson. <laughs> no, that, that's not fair. No, that's not I, dude, fair. He was yeah. good though in Blade. Let's be honest. He was good. Whisper. It was Whisper, uh, yeah, Whisper. Yeah. yeah he's good in Blade. I, I don't I don't mind Pratt. I just think it's pretty tough. Whistler, Whistler, Whistler. Yeah, there's a lot of good. There's a lot of good Chris's. I would say mm -hmm. there are a good a lot of good Chris's. All right, what would you think of the story and the action comedy? Anything, what jumped out to you about D and D? I think just the lightheartedness of the movie jumped yeah. out at me. I think they would just like it was fun. Like this movie's a fun movie. Mm -hmm. Um, like the story's the story. There's a, there's a there's double crosses and there's I love this like ridiculous like quests that yeah. they do and um i don't and again i'm sure there were dozens of easter eggs here that like yeah i missed yeah but it didn't matter um i no, did there, like the gelatinous yeah. cube <laughs> dude there were 100 uh i've heard from people and i've read that for the D, &D fan mm -hmm. which in you know, which you and i weren't going in tons of stuff so think about how much we liked it we would have liked it even more like some of the random names that they said right. like to you and me you were like okay random name like <laughs> nope that meant something yeah. like locations meant something yeah. all the things so apparently they did a really good job with the easter eggs i thought the comedy was pretty good i thought the action was actually like a little wonky like the cgi wasn't great there was one, and there was one heist that they did. We'll talk about it in spoilers because yeah. it's like there's it's, there's like quest and like heist yeah. after heist. 
that didn't make really any sense to me. Yeah. There was a couple of things that were a little off. I do love, like, I wait, do why love. Why didn't you just do it this way? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like a heist. I like a team up. I like, I, you know me. I love a, you son of a bitch. I'm in. Yeah. And this was a big, you son of a bitch. I'm in a lot of that. So I like that very much. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Unless there's anything else, what is your hashtag dork score for dungeons and dragons honor among thieves? I'm going to give this a five. So am I. Awesome. We're in five agreement here. Lockstep fives. Yeah. It's one of good. It's one this of the a good movie. It's one of the best movies of 2023 thus far. We're almost halfway. I've seen, uh, I think 25 movies that have come out this year. Mm-hmm. Kind of a lot, but that's, uh, that's how I go. You know what I've noticed? I, I don't know if it's because of the podcast or just because I like doing like the year long rankings and I watch mm-hmm. so many TV shows. I used like a young rich Keith, like 10 years ago. I'd be much more likely to rewatch movies. Like I rewatch movies like a motherfucker for a while. Yep. Now I'm like, I would rather watch a movie that might be like, eh, that's streaming. That's new. than like, I'll rewatch yeah. star Wars again. You know, like, which it was what I used to do all the time. I'd be like, let me watch scream for the 50th time. 50th. That's a little low, but like for like the 200th time, let me watch scream. Now I'm like, let me watch some bag of shit movie that's on Hulu because it's new. I don't know if that's yeah. a good thing or a bad thing. No. And the other thing too, is like, <laughs> this is going to sound awful. Um, <laughs> I used to be a lot more social, like when I was younger too. So like if people boo, came over, boo. no, but like if people came over, oh, yes. like, oh my God, like you, you haven't seen this movie yet. You got to see this movie. Like, you know what I mean? And I would watch people watch movies, yes. which is what I like. I love yeah, yeah, like, yeah. if I had seen this movie and I really liked it. And it, for a while it was like evil dead two and like army of darkness. Like yes. I would put it on and like watch people watch it. Yeah. You know? And yeah. so I don't do that anymore. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, I don't rewatch as I have my comfort movies. I do have movies that I watch like yeah. I think I watch like Big Trouble in Little China and like Better Off Dead like once a month. Nice. Yeah. I would say the Or like Spinal Tap. I still watch that once a month. I should come up with my top ten movies that Davey made me watch. And I think that would be a good list. Evil Dead Two, Spinal Tap, Army Darkness, uh Vampire Hunter D. Trying to think what else. Those are four that come up right off the top of my head. So what, like, I so what you're watch- saying is you've I've never made you watch a bad movie. Correct. Is what you've what you've said. Yeah. Maybe even Big Lebowski. You might have been the guy that was like, I think I made you sad. I think you, you probably need big- to watch this movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, I remember I you came and stayed with me and we did a football camp. Yeah. And it was the it was the day after I bought the Chappelle show season two, but it was like the one with like the extra scenes. They had like Darnell Rawlings and like Charlie Murphy, like introduced she she cute. Dave was off the show. I know I'm cute. <laughs> I ain't mad. And I remember cute. not watching it. And like, I'm going to wait for rich to watch it with him. It's and we were like pissing ourselves laughing. That was also <laughs> the, I said, I can let, put a firecracker of a cat's foot and light that shit on fire. Pow, pow, pow. It's wild in the hood. <laughs> the JC pennies. <laughs> that was the same. Uh, I remember vividly. We went to uh, McDonald's drive through. We ordered. That was like, the only place. That was the only place yeah, around. We ordered like $30 worth of McDonald's. And then I told you that story about that poor girl getting drilled with the softball <laughs> while you were driving. I, and you also had to pull over. <laughs> I almost crashed the car. You're driving home, you almost died. We almost died. Yeah. <laughs> did it get you? Did it get you? Where did it get you? <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! It was the biggest fucking. Lo- that girl might not be okay. That was like the biggest skull. Oh my god! <laughs> I still laugh about it to this day. <laughs> did it get you? Where did it get you? It was like in slow motion. Fucking! I'm sending her home. I'm like, go, go. 
kid catches a perfect pivot, <laughs> perfect transfer, like Tom Amansky fires the fucker home. There's a girl at home plate trying to catch it like this, like underhanded. Uh, hit, her in the, hit her in the brain. And I, I remember mm. why you told me that story because <laughs> I had just been recently... <laughs> I used to drive up to Boston and play softball. Like I would drive up for the weekend and stay with my buddy Fridge. And we, every once in a while, like he would like, they wouldn't have enough people for softball on Sunday. So I would like play with him. And there was this kid who we went to high school with who never played baseball in high school. And he was like the captain of like this, like co-ed softball team. Of course. And I remember him playing first base. They put me at third. I was still pretty athletic and I was coaching baseball at the time. Yeah. 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 And so have I told the story in the podcast before? I don't know. Go ahead. I don't know. So I'm just going to finish it. Yeah. So <laughs> I get like one of those like short hop, like on your backhand. Like I just kind of pivoted and like got it off my right foot and just like one motion, like backhand transfer fired this ball at this kid and he stepped with the wrong foot. Terrible. I remember he stepped with the opposite. So like his glove foot and his like right foot were like out. <laughs> and like you said, like the, the, Fingers down, like palm up, fingers of course, down. That's how you catch. And it completely missed his glove and hit him right in the fucking chest. <laughs> and he fucking threw his glove down, did like a 360 and like stared at me like across the diamond and like wouldn't talk to me the rest of the night. <laughs> and then I fridge told me like, they don't, yeah, they don't, you're not allowed to come back. <laughs> you're not. Like, you're, how the fuck is that my fault? You've been asked not to come back. Yeah. Like, yeah you got to make a play fault? over there. Your first base, well, you're going to get some hot throws. Well, then the next one, I just airmailed it because I didn't want to hit him in the chest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was thinking about it, and I got, like, the yips. No, yeah, not good. Yeah. You, know, you turn it into knob lock. Not good. <laughs> All right, so Davey and I are both going five out of six for Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves. Spoilers! 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 Here come the spoilers! All right, one thing is I would say is that Hugh Grant in this movie was kind of an obvious bad guy. They also kind of tipped that off very much in the trailer. Yeah. But he also, like, he's like, I'm a con man. And so you knew you couldn't trust him. But it was, like, pretty quickly that he was established as a bad guy. Right. And there was no real, like, twist to no, that. No. Like, it was just kind of, like. Straightforward. Um, Yeah, it was pretty straightforward. I mean, that and, the, you know, the. uh what's her name the wizard there being one of the with like a fey like a red wizard yeah 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 i yeah. knew i could just we sniffed that all right but that's the thing like it wasn't really like trying to fool you no i don't think so it was more yeah. like all right here's what's going to happen then these characters need to get together they need to like they need to go to a few different things on their way in order to like solve yeah. the big bad but it was like it was done in such a way where chris pine is so charming and funny like i thought he was funny yeah. I, don't, I don't know what it was funny. This movie's funny. It's funny. Like, I don't know what percentage of the jokes landed, but there was a lot of, a lot of them. And mm -hmm. so I'll take it. I don't think it was like, it's not piss your pants funny, but it's like, you're going to have a, you're going to have a nice time. You're have a nice yeah, time. I mean, it felt a little long at times. Like there was one scene in particular and there was a cameo. We're in spoilers, so it's fine. So like yeah. the Bradley Cooper cameo mm -hmm. felt stupid to me. Like that was lame. Yeah. It was like, it, it wasn't really necessary. Like the movie didn't need no. it. It didn't need it at all. I thought to me, the best part of the whole movie was. I hope when, you say the same thing I'd, I'm going to say too. Was when Chris Pine and Michelle Rodriguez characters they've been in prison and they're going up to like appeal and they go to speak to like a, a like a jury or whatever like a parole like a parole hearing like yeah a parole hearing. hearing yeah 
Yeah. And they go there and they're like, we really need like Jonathan to be here. Jonathan. He was Jonathan is my favorite character in the movie. Jonathan. Yeah, it's not Jonathan. It's, it's Jonathan. They're like, it's like, don't worry, Jonathan's gonna be here. And like, I really need there. him to hear this. And they're like, uh yeah, Jonathan's running late, so he's not gonna be here. So it's like a fucking pale. They're like, kinda need Jonathan to be here. He keeps saying it so many times. And then he's like telling the story from back when he's like a baby. He's like telling his whole long yeah. story. And the guy's like, Can we speed this up a little bit? He's like, actually, should we wait till Jonathan's here? It's like, no. And then he starts over, and the fucking big creature guy is like, again with this? He's like, again with this fucking Jonathan? And then he's like, all right, let me, let me, let me continue. And he's like, they stop the, the telling of the story. Cause he's like, you went too far back. He like he started to tell the story earlier. That whole sequence is fucking hysterical. And then Jonathan shows up. And as the viewer, you're thinking he is just, like, friends with those two. I thought he was going to be, like, another, like, what do they call him? Like, uh, I Harper. His plan was Harper. I thought he was going to yeah. be another Harper. Be like, oh, I, I know him. Like, whatever. He wasn't. Jonathan <laughs> was not one of those people. He's a massive eagle guy. <laughs> He's a huge bird creature. Cause it, but the way it's set up, it's like, he is sympathetic to them. And he's gonna put in a good word, but right. their plan was they were just gonna grab him and shove him out the window and hold and on to him, and then scream at him to fly, and then he flies. But I love like the look on Jonathan's face is just like terror, and he's just like screaming and doesn't know what to do, and he's just falling. Oh my god, that that scene alone was worth it. Like that was so fucking and funny. Then, to do the same thing at the end, oh, and what's his name? Hugh Grant uh, has the same. Hugh Grant has the same idea, but instead he just slams him into a wall. <laughs> he grabs fucking Jonathan again. And he's like, <laughs> and then, "Oh my god!" And he keeps asking for Jonathan, and the, the fucking one big creature, the fucking he's the like dragon again. looking one. He's like, "I don't know what to do. Stop with the, he's again like, with this." I remember he's like, again with this. <laughs> he goes again, again. <laughs> Chris Pine does this whole thing. Michelle Rodriguez doesn't even say a word at the whole hearing. Nope. She doesn't care. And then the best was right before they fucking shoved Jonathan out the wall, the guy's like, you were like approved. Like they were going to let him <laughs> yeah, go. Like we were going to approve this. We they were, were going to let you go. <laughs> they were going to let him go. But he shoved this. So and now they're wanted again because he destroys Jonathan. They didn't kill him, thankfully. But, oh, no. He dude, came back at the end. Jonathan's fine. Oh, my God. Was that we funny? We must save Jonathan at all costs. <laughs> Just just so dumb it's so funny but it's just it's like a lot of that kind of humor like throughout and it's just uh chris pine in this role is really good is there even i think pine's the best character or pine or jonathan are the best characters is there even a worst character like i don't i don't know like they all weren't amazing but there wasn't anybody that was annoying to me uh no no i don't think anyone was really annoying i thought that like I never really liked like the obvious bad guy. Yeah, but, true, true. But like with the the red wizards or whatever. But yeah, I'm trying to think if Jonathan was like an. It has to be like an actual Dungeons and Dragons character. I would hope. I would assume. What if I told you that you could buy a Jonathan figure that you could have? <laughs> is there a Jonathan uh, Funko Pop? Uh, there probably is. Dude, I'd get. I would get a Jonathan Funko Pop. This was good. Yeah, this movie this was, was fun. I would, I would rewatch this movie. This is a, this was a nice time. And then you got the the half elf stuff. You got the druid stuff. You got all kinds of little creatures. They all yeah. I thought powers. he was annoying too. The druid. I thought he was annoying, but I think he was supposed to be. So. I think so too. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think you need that too. And I think it also. Um, 
because Chris Pine's so different from some of those characters. It's like a good kind of. I I was dying of the part too, where he was like, "Look at him, he's just walking in a, walks in such a straight line. Like, what's he gonna do? Oh, there's that rock. Oh, he's just gonna go right over it." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah, because that's the dude from uh, Bridgerton, right? That all the ladies love. Yes, and so he yeah. was good as like a very like you know we see this character a lot in movies now, like the super literal. Drax type character, but yeah, I do love the uh, the owl bear too. Was was cool. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! When she turned into the owl bear, what two? If you could turn into any combination of two animals, what would it be? I would think it would be like a a cheetah, just because of the speed element, and then maybe a throw some wings on it. Actually, you know what, dude? I love a fox. I fucking yeah. Love me a, too. I love a fox. Look, see him. He's right there. See him right there. Where's that guy? Oh, there he is. Right there. Every time I see one, because every once in a while we'll get them around the house, and I'm just yeah. like, I am like enthralled by them when I see a fox. Did I tell yeah. you this one time when I was sitting here? So like, you know where my little dragon's lair is? Yeah. But so it sees right out on like the backyard. I saw three or four like young foxes. Yeah. And they were like jumping on each other, playing like they were dogs. They were just like playing with each other. One was like pushing one, and one was like jumping around. It was yeah, the coolest thing. Yeah, it was the coolest Very thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, maybe I'd be like a fox and like a. I guess you'd want to probably combine that with something. Mm, actually, you know what? New Hampshire wise, maybe like Fisher Cat. Yeah, they'll fucking kill you. They'll they'll, they'll slit your throat. Out. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Anyway, anything else on? Uh, do you want to see a sequel to this? Yes, me too. Hell yeah! And by the way, nice little. There was a little twist at the end, with the. Michelle Rodriguez almost goes down and like, no, we're going to use the thing on her. Oh, yeah. You know, I was, was nice. I, I'm glad you brought that up. This movie had more heart than you would have thought. Yeah. It was like a nice heartfelt story. And like Chris Pine was dead set on saving his mom, uh, his wife. And he was talking because yeah. of his daughter. And he's like, it's your mom. And then she's like, yeah, but I didn't even really know her. Like, it's fucked up. But it's like, I didn't really know her. But like Michelle Rodriguez basically was her mom. So then, little yeah. twist, and then he saves the, he saves her. You're right. But also, I liked I liked the fact that that relationship between Michelle Rodriguez and Chris Pine was not romantic at all. Yeah, that is good. There, there was some mm-hmm. other movie I forget which one it was that was the same same thing where you're like, there needs to be on screen like male female characters that are like really close that like don't sleep with each other. <laughs> like it's okay. Right. That's why is it's not a great movie, but like Jeepers Creepers, the horror movie. Was kind of a different twist because the main characters were brother sister. You know, yeah. usually you see like love interest and like oh they have sex and they get killed. It's like no, they were brother sister. So it was like, Ugh. um, one thing I'll say the last thing this movie directed by what well, well it was um John Francis Daly and I forget someone else but John Francis Daly played Sam Weir in Freaks and Geeks. He was also the the uh, trainee in Waiting. Yeah, he's had um, a crazy was, career. He's had a crazy career, but he um he I feel like he was a big Dungeons and Dragons kid too so it was made by fans probably was yeah so he wrote uh homecoming and he wrote horrible bosses yeah i think he he directed horrible bosses too he he, no he he wrote it he directed vacation which was yeah not a great start no that was the fucking reboot to vacation yeah it was fine i didn't mind it but then he also he directed game night yeah which was the other one which i watched again the other day by the way which is a fucking sneaky funny movie he also apparently is getting credit for the story of The Flash. He's getting like a writing credit for The Flash. That's sweet. Yeah, dude's had a wild, um, mm-hmm. wild career. Yeah, because he's like. It's funny, like those three kids, those three kids are like, 
because you had like Siegel and Rogan and and um, James Franco, but yeah. then him, like him, Martin Starr, well, yeah, and Linda Cardellini and Busy Phillips, yeah. like that whole crew, awesome. Crazy. My wife saw Busy Phillips on a plane once. Hmm. Yeah. She seemed nice. All right, let's get to um. Uh, all right, so Dungeons and Dragons. Let us know what you guys thought. Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Definitely one of the best movies of the year. I think it has a chance. Mm-hmm. Now, it's early, but a chance to be uh, nominated for a dorky. Maybe. We'll see. All right, you ready for Air? Yes. All right, Air is now streaming on Prime. If you have Prime, you can check out Air. It's one hour, 52 minutes. And on Roddy T's, 92% audience, 98% by, or no, I'm sorry, 92% critics, 98% by the audience spoiler free ryan did you like it yep me too yes i did this uh by the way you said dungeon and dragons was one of the best movies of the year this is one of the best movies of the year as well i I did not think for a second that i was gonna like this movie as much as i did i had no idea that i was gonna like this movie this much this movie is very good i too liked Mm -hmm. it i liked it very much i was what a pleasant surprise watching these movies and like of the same weekend after watching a lot of Drek. Like I mentioned, I've watched 25 yeah. movies uh, that have come out this year. They've not all been great. And to watch these two back to back, I'm like, ah, like that was very nice. It was good to see these movies. They were both, both very, very good. Uh, did you know going into this movie who Michael Jordan was? Uh, I vaguely, yeah, <laughs> vaguely familiar. Yeah, this is the, the story. Did you ever have a pair of Jordans? I had an incredible run as a child where I had Jordans three, four, and six. Oh my Christ, really? I skipped. Now, the reason why did you get the fives, right? Yeah. To ask me why I didn't get the fives. Right, why did you get the fives? That was the year my mom got me pumps. <laughs> oh, D Brown. That must have been 91. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But they were the white, but they weren't the all black D Brown ones. They were the, like the white and green oh, okay. ones. Okay. Still dope. Still dope, but I did have, I had Jordan's three, four, and I had, I had, uh, the bread fours and the infrared sixes, which to this day, the Jordan infrared six is the coolest shoe I've ever bought in my life. And I wish I still had a pair. Yeah, they're, they're amazing. Like he's just the coolest dude in the world. He's the best example too now of an athlete that is still super relevant after they play. Well, what, and people talk about this, like Michael Jordan might be the best, someone said the best competitive athlete in the history of mankind, because what other person, when you're describing that you're good at something, do they say you're the, you're the blah of this, like you are the blah of marketing. It's like, you are the Michael Jordan of sales. Like it's a good point. No other person. Yeah. Do they say that about? No, they don't. And like, yeah, like, I mean, I guess maybe Tom Brady now, like you're getting to that level, but it's like Jordan it's is like, just, oh, you're the Tom Brady of education. Like no one ever says no, it's that. the Jordan, it's always it's, Michael Jordan. It's the Jordan. Yeah. Jordan's just the, is the man. And this is a really cool story to tell too. And like, I think it's crazy to think, cause this is almost 40 years ago that like Nike wasn't always like the top of the mountain. Nike wasn't always the be all end all. They didn't always have all the best athletes. So like, it's a cool story to tell. And it's Ben Affleck telling that story. He has directed a handful of movies in his career. They're all pretty good. Ben Affleck has directed gone, baby gone, the town Argo live by night and air. I've never seen Live by Night. I don't know what the fuck that even is, but it was all right. It was like a like okay. a gangster movie ish. Ah, okay. Yeah. But dude, Gone Baby Gone, The Town, Argo, and Air. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty goddamn. Pretty, pretty goddamn good, good. And I'll tell you what, 
I don't think I'll ever get sick of uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon and shit together. No, and I love how they're like, they're like, um, just like middle aged dudes yeah. in this. Like Affleck's trying to like Phil Knight is like trying to be like super athletic, but he's not no, really. No. Have you ever seen like the real Phil Knight? Yes. Like, okay. No. You know. Yeah, maybe he runs. Like, okay, that's whatever that is. And then Sonny Vaccaro. I've definitely seen the real Sonny Vaccaro. Yeah. What a character. <laughs> yeah. What absolutely. A, what a character. Um, you know what I like? I, I hated it to start, but what I really liked is um, you don't ever really hear Michael Jordan or see him. No, they never really. I don't think they show his face. They like they, they have a character there, like in their mm-hmm. scenes with him in it, but. It's all Sonny Vaccaro. It's all the Michael Jordan's parents that do the talking and like he's there. But yeah, which what do you think of that choice to not cast a Michael Jordan? I think it's good because it would have been distracting. I think it would have been like they would have such a huge character. First of all, I don't think you could find anybody to play Michael Jordan successfully. Would have been tough. Maybe Michael B. Jordan. You cast yeah. Michael Jordan as Michael Jordan. I don't think he's tall enough. No, Michael B. Jordan's that, too short. Yeah. Um, but that would have been distracting to like mm-hmm. the overall story of the thing. Because again, I think when you're talking about Michael Jordan in this movie, you're talking about him as an idea. Like yeah. the idea. Right, right, right. Because no, knowing knowing who Michael Jordan is now, like you have you already have the idea in your head. Like you don't need it. Well, yeah, and I think too with a movie like this, like you don't know how much exactly is true and how much is just sort of made up for the movie. But I would imagine, like Michael Jordan at this point is twenty one years old. He just got drafted. He probably did have his mom and his agent doing a lot of the talking for him. You know what yeah. I mean? So like this whole idea of him picking between Converse, Adidas, and Nike. I'm sure he didn't do a ton of, you know, calls and meetings and things like that. So that I thought that was I thought that was that far of uh, a field and like it wasn't that crazy to have everybody else sort of like more focused on those characters. Mm-hmm. Um what do you think of, I mean the acting's good. The acting's really good in this movie. There were some there are some scenes in this movie that are just like monologues that Damon yeah. does that are so good. Damon's so great. Good. Jason Bateman's really good in this movie. He's this, this, the, when he's talking to him about what he's given up in order to make this happen. Yeah. And he was like saying to Affleck, you've been a little cavalier with this about like how. I, I like that because. That was a great moment. I, I wasn't think. sure where that was going at first. The, this little like discussion that Bateman and Damon are having. Cause you're like, where, what is this? And then you're like, oh, now I get it completely. Like, so that was well done. And uh, he's like, today's that day. Like that day. Yeah. 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 Chris Tucker, our guy, Chris Tucker. I texted you yeah. right as I watched the movie. I'm like, you're going to be so happy that Chris Tucker is just Chris Tucker. He's great, movie. dude. Chris Tucker. And there's a great story. So I was reading about this movie and um, basically Ben Affleck had the idea that he was, he wanted Chris Tucker for this role. And he, so Michael Jordan was very involved as you would imagine with this movie and who he wanted in this movie and mm-hmm. what he wanted from this movie. And Ben Affleck was like, well, I'm, I might be able to get, chris tucker like for this and he's like michael jordan was like yeah i know chris he's like, you just keep. so yeah and the other thing happened too is like viola davis like michael jordan wanted viola davis to play his mother wow that's so cool. like he hand like when ben affleck went to viola davis is like you probably don't want to do this but like michael jordan asked for you specifically and she's great uh she's and she's great. awesome she's she great crushes it yeah she's yeah. so good and everything and then even the one part with Marlon Wayans, and you can understand after the fact why he was in, because on the one hand you're like, well, that's kind of like an odd thing to plug in there, but like you can get it. Yeah. And you know the deal probably doesn't get done if it isn't for Marlon Wayans' character. 
who was a coach on the 84 Olympic team and that kind of thing. So yeah, it's just a cool story. Like it's really, it's, I don't know how much of the dialogue is true and all that shit, like whatever, but like, it's, it's a pretty fucking cool story. I thought there was like, there was like some comedy, you know, like I think Matt Damon's character and the way that he is. And like, I think he's yeah. pretty good. I when do, he tries running, that was what like that on was the funny. track. And he's yeah. like, fuck this. Yeah. Jordan's agent's like a little much. He's a little over David Falk. A little but over the top. There was a great verbal undressing of Sonny Vaccaro that he does. Yeah. That's, that was great. Yeah. Like him yelling at him over the phone. Oh, he's screaming at him. Yeah. He's that giving, was great. Giving him the business a little bit. Uh, you think this is going to get a best picture nominee? Yes. Yeah, I bet it does. Mm-hmm. It should. It feels it's, it's it, really, really good. It feels like it will because I think you're going to have a lot of the acting. I think Affleck could definitely like directing. Like I, I think it's gotten such good reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and maybe even a dorky nominee. We'll see. Uh, and unless there's anything else spoiler free, Ryan, what is your hashtag dork score for Air? Five and a half. Yeah. I'm going to go five, even five. Now, I just gave Dungeons and Dragons a five. I think Air is better. So, like, on my my rankings, I have Air as a harder five, if you will. Uh, Maybe a problem that is, you know, to me and to nobody else, I didn't see it in theaters, so it was super hyped up. Like, it was the best movie Mm -hmm. of the year, and people were going fucking bananas about it. And then I watched it. I'm like, it was good. I don't think it was the greatest. I don't think it's, like, the perfect movie so i'm gonna go, again, I'm gonna go five those, which is still good it's one of the best of movies things, of the year like i recognize it as a good movie it's not my yeah. favorite movie yeah of yeah. the year but yeah. it's a good movie it's a really strong movie yeah good you know slamming soundtrack where they're cranking the hits every all the 80s hits they do a oh, good so thing good. at the beginning where they're just like taking it back to 1984 the year of my birth so it's like yeah. it's uh it's good stuff so Davey's going five and a half. I'm going five. All right, let's get to the spoilers. 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 Here come the spoilers. And so here's one thing that might have knocked it down, either a stone or half a stone for me. And I think sometimes when you're telling a true story, it's easy to kind of write certain, like, cheesy lines in which mm-hmm. take it away from me. So basically what I'm saying is you don't know what's really what was said. And then the way they kind of lay it on a little bit thick, like when things are too on the nose, I'm like, there's no way somebody said that. And there's a bunch of examples in this movie. There's at one point, like at the end when Viola Davis is like talking to, to Matt Damon's Sonny Vaccaro character. It is like, she basically is just like reading Jordan's basketball reference. She's like, he's going to be MVP. He's going to be defensive player of the year. He's going to be all NBA. He's going to be an all-star game MVP. He's going to be the multiple champion. Like, well, you're like, there's no way she fucking said all of those no, things at the time. But I think she's, I think that's a way of saying that, obviously that conversation never happened, right? There was a conversation <laughs> like that, but yeah, not yeah, word yeah, for yeah, word. Yeah, I don't yeah. think she knew all that stuff, but. I think that was a way to remind the audience, like, this is who we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They deal with that a lot, I feel like, yeah. in this movie. I think and I'm sure Jordan was Jordan himself yeah. was like, Yeah, make sure that gets yeah. in there. Plug this in there. Yeah. I like the uh the unsung hero of the whole thing is the My dude. favorite character of the whole movie. You're gonna say the same thing I we're on the same page yeah. here. The dude who designed the shoe. Pete. Pete designed the sneaker, which they're still selling that sneaker 40 years later, and it's a fucking awesome shoe. And you cannot, you cannot get that shoe. That what do they call it? The the band shoe. Yeah, like you can't get that shoe for under like two hundred dollars. It's like an incredible shoe. shoe. 
the I- see how much those are now. The idea that back in the 80s, th- this is what I love about it, is some of this stuff now you just assume, like, of course everybody has, like, a signature shoe if they're that good. But it's like, no, at some point, somebody had to break through with that. And so back in the 80s, as good as Larry Bird was or as good as Magic Johnson was or as good as Dr. J was, they were wearing the same fucking shitty shoe. So they were, hey, you're sponsored by Converse. You wear the shitty Converse. And so they were like, hey, so what we're going to do for Jordan is we're going to make our own line of Jordan shoes. And then on top of that, they're like, well, the NBA says only like a percentage of it can be color. And they're like, all right, then we'll pay the fine. And so what a great, incredible job marketing that. And the next level, too, is when Jordan and his mom were kind of playing hardball, and they're like, we want a percentage of every shoe sold. And they're like, we've never done that before. And then they do that. And, like, what a game breaker that is and for see, athletes see, to come after that. And if this is the way it actually happened, then I'm I'm surprised because the way it was – the story was always told to me was that Nike couldn't afford – Michael Jordan, like they said in the movie. So what they offered him was stock. Mm, that could that's, be. that's the way it was always told. That's the story that you always get is that like they couldn't pay what Adidas and what Converse were going to pay him. So they offered him stock in the company or like revenue shares in the company, which now yeah. they, they said that he makes $400 million a year passively. Yep. Just by sales of Jordan merchandise. Jordan shit. Like Jordan shit, which is still in the Nike umbrella, but like it's just the coolest thing. And I remember but it's every sport. Yep. I think like when that's we, the thing. When we were in high school, I want to say, is when Jordan brand like really kind of like separated. Now they're still Nikes, but they're they still se- Nike, yeah. They separated it, and that's when Jordan had like specific Jordan athletes. Right. So like so Ray like Allen. Jeter, like remember, yeah, yeah, Jeter was one, Ray Allen, like Michael Finley, Vin Baker. There's a few other guys, maybe Vince Carter, or a little bit later was Vince Carter, I think. But like those guys were like Jordan athletes, which was like fucking jump man. cool like, as hell. And yeah. that guy, Pete, that designed the Jordan lo- uh, Jordan shoe also designed the Jordan logo, which is fucking even cooler than the Nike logo. It's way cooler. So I'm looking at it right now. So the original first pair of Jordan sneakers was sold for $65. An original pair, the original. So like the original pair of Jordans signed. There's a little cat. A little cat in the back. Um, $672,000 that pair of shoes just sold for. Jesus Christ. A signed pair of Jordan 1s, game worn, $672,000. Well, a sneaker isn't anything until you put a person in those. And again, like, yeah. there are there is no other sneaker on the planet yeah. that is referred to as someone else's name. No. So cool. Like, I don't have Jordans. Yeah. Like, you talk Jordans. Is there any other shoe? That, maybe Doc Martens, but like. he can't dunk yeah well no but now but like he paved the way for like you know i have i have a pair of donovan mitchell's like you you know people have you know people have lebron's people have my my nephew has lamello balls like they people have like shoes he does he rocks the lamellos uh but like you can yeah like all these like Kyrie, but i know he does but he no he does some good shoes yeah no a a whole bunch of guys have shoes now and i had as cool as jordan's no. By the way, still the coolest shoes you can wear. Yes, which is amazing. The guy hasn't played basketball in 25 years, and still the coolest shoes you can get. Yeah, Jordans. He's because he's the coolest dude in the world. Like yep. he he is uh, he's the coolest. So I like that. I also like the scene where they're in there and they're like taking a look at like the 1984 draft class. Like I love that shit. And that was funny because like, you you probably knew who all those guys were. I knew I mean, every I knew. guy was, and they're like, well, we can't get Hakeem. 
They're like Sam Bowie, like, yeah, we're not gonna get him either. They're going down, they're like, maybe Barkley? They're like maybe like yeah. John Stockton, which is Who like Who is the other guy? Uh Ver- there was another oh, guy that kept the bringing him up. Shit guy that like what like the sixth pick or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and I loved that scene where it was like Sonny Vaccaro and he was talking to that like schmuck guy. And he's like, What do you like about his game? He's like, Well, I feel like yeah. in in meetings I'm in, I've wanted to have not conversation, but like and he says to the guy, like, you're just going to throw that out there because no one's going to argue with you. Like, you're just like, you're just like pretending like you have a seat at the table. Like, you're just going to say this because no one's going to argue. 100%. He goes, uh, he's like, I like Melvin Turpin. He's like, what do you like? Mel Turpin. That's who it What do you yeah. like about Mel Turpin? He played in the final four. He's like, so did 40 other guys. He's like, like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So he's not the, like, you're and, just going to say that because no one's going to argue with it. That's why you're. And dude, Sonny Vaccaro, like you could do a whole movie just on Sonny Vaccaro because that guy has such a crazy career where like he did invent like these like high school, like uh, showcase games. And like right. he was all around high school. And like there's probably 40, 50 years of high school players that Sonny Vaccaro's like giving Nikes to and like getting in their ear early. And like, you're like, is it, is it legit? Is it shady? Like what's the fucking deal with this stuff? But he knows every, every single prospect. Uh, Yeah. Pretty amazing. I thought it was cool too, that he was, he, they mentioned it after I had no idea that he was at the tip of the spear for that NIL lawsuit. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, On the athlete side. Yes. Oh yeah. He's definitely pro athlete. Yeah. The Ed O'Bannon thing, which, I, on the one hand, appreciate it, but it also fucked us out of NCAA football for the last 10 years. So well, don't worry. It's coming back. She's coming back. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's coming back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that was, that was, uh, that was a cool oh, part. Yeah. I should have added this. Did you know the, their, the marquee thing is dynasty mode for NCAA football? What do you mean the marquee thing? That, that's like the, the thing they're pushing out. Like that's what their selling point is for this game. I can't wait. Like, of course, of course it is. Yeah. Of course it is. That was the coolest thing. We got to get a thing going. We got, we'll get a dynasty yeah, going. Absolutely. Yeah. We're going to dynasty going. Uh, what else? Rookie about, mode. What else about air? Well, we're not going to play in rookie mode, but we'll play. air. I mean, this is, this is <laughs> another movie that I was like, I was smiling the whole time watching it. I feel like yes. it was really well acted. The story is actually good. Really good. Movie. Um, yeah. Just a really, really good movie. Um, a movie that you could recommend to anybody yes. and they'll find something in it to enjoy. Yeah. That's a good point. It's like sports fans, like casual fans, people who do like fashion or like people who like sports movies, people mm-hmm. who like, basketball like there's something in it for everybody yeah i agree yeah like that's the thing like both of these movies were fun like these were these were like two fun movies to watch over the weekend and again i will say that there is nobody better who can react to ridiculous shit than jason bateman like whenever the shit's hitting the fan and he's like so stone-faced the entire time like zero react like he has a reaction but it's not like a one you'd expect no he, pl- he he jason bateman plays jason bateman but you'd love to have jason bateman in your food your movie or tv show absolutely yeah what's that all right right that's good stuff there let's uh there you go so uh air dungeons and dragons let us know what do you guys think dork podcast at gmail.com on both of those let's get to this pick of the bomb pick of the bomb pick of the bomb pick of the bomb all right would you like to uh, kick receive defer or you may choose at this time to defend a goal uh, I will defer to you. All right. I'm going to go with a show that it's my personal pick of the pod. I don't know if truly everybody will love it, uh, but that would be the Muppets Mayhem. All 10 episodes are out on Disney+, Plus, and I watched all 10 episodes already. It is, uh, honestly, 
not the greatest show in the world. Like it's one of those ones where the comedy in it is very formulaic and it's a lot of somebody says something kind of stupid. That's not that funny. And then another character looks at the camera and like, that's supposed to be the joke. It's also just so many cameos. Like it's so many cameos. Right. But part of me, it's like, it's the electric mayhem getting their own show. Like, so I have to support that. You do. I, I have to, at the same time, all, like when it's all said and done, it's probably like a three and a half. It's like a three and a half out of six. Uh, one of the main characters in it, though, is uh, one of the main human characters is Anders from Workaholics. He's in it. He's not bad. The The human characters are all pretty good, but it's like there are a few fucking just like eye roll moments where you're like, okay, all right, here, here we go with this. I watched the first episode with my children who loved it. Okay. And I actually smiled and like did like a <laughs> when they um yeah. Tommy Lee said he passed out and they tattooed their name on him. He Pretty has good. a big like mayhem, mayhem. tattoo yeah. on his stomach. Yeah. And I thought that was really funny. But you know, for we've discussed it several times for personal reasons, I won't be watching this show. No, and there's a lot of Janice in this. There's a, <laughs> there's ton, a lot of it. And every time of, she's Janice. on screen, I get the look from across the couch. <laughs> You know, so there's I a don't. good amount of Janice in it. It's like, look, I didn't do it on purpose. I didn't know, <laughs> and I didn't know until someone said it to me, and I was like, oh shit. There's like, the, like, there's some high mark points, like, the, yeah. uh, but it's ten episodes. They're all like a half hour. So it's five hours of the Electric Mayhem. Yeah, it probably could have been a pretty sweet movie in all seriousness if they mm-hmm. just took all the best stuff. But whatever, it's out there. It's on Disney Plus now. If you guys want to watch it, what do you got? So I, this is, this is a roundabout. I, there's a little story here. I know we're way over time, but like, there's a, there's a little story behind this one. So I finished Fallen um, Jedi Survivor, which was great. I would give that a five out of six in terms of gaming. It's one of the best games of the year. Um, really, really good. If you're going to play it, play it. It's awesome. Um, but I'm in like this lull. Like I don't want to start Tears of the Kingdom right now because I'm finishing up the school year and it's like, it's not the right time yeah, right, but by right. the time, but by the time I'm done, Diablo four will be out. Yep. Street fighter six will be out. So I'm like, I'm, I'm going to get slammed with games. So I needed a game that was like, um, and I happened across this article. that was talking about the best game, the best sports games you can play right now um, in 2023. And some of them were like old. So like um, the last fight night, um is now backwards compatible for xbox you can still play fight night champion for xbox which is a great game um but one of them i hadn't heard of before and it's a game called lonely mountains downhill um it's basically you just rip a mountain bike down a hill and like if you get if you smash into something you get like ragdolled and it's like really funny but it's like one of those like minimalist games so like it doesn't matter what console you play it on it's a tiny little game but it's super fun and it's gorgeous oh i like that um it's 20 bucks i mean it, it's okay. like it's one of the best like sports games you can play right now. It was number two on the list. I never heard of it before. No shit. All right. So I was like, all right, I'll check this out. Like, it's a good time. But right. like it's it. a good time. So Lonely Mountains down. It came out four years ago. It came out in 2019. I'd never heard of it. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. So check it out. Lonely Mountains downhill. It's 20 bucks. Most fun you can have with your clothes on. I like it. Very good. Yeah. All right. You guys can uh, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, tell a friend, tell a dork, wherever uh, podcasts are available. You can watch us on YouTube. We stream it live on Sunday nights and then it's available forever after the fact. So uh, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at dork podcast. Instead of next Sunday night at nine, we've already decided next Monday night at nine, we will do yellow jackets 
season two. I'm super excited to talk about Yellow Jackets. So uh, that'll be next episode, and then we're getting into June, and we get the flashes rolling around. I think you should leave. Season three comes out on May 30th. Shit. So we got a lot going on. Barry's going to end. Dave's going to end. So we got a whole lot of stuff coming up. So uh, we, got looking, some, we got some shit here. Looking forward to all that. All right. Thanks for listening to this. And, uh, right, you don't give a shit about anything, do you? What'd you say? I said, you don't give a shit about anything, do you? Not really. <laughs>